Hey you, my entrepreneurial friend. Of 10 years of running my coaching business, I am going to finally teach business. And of course, I'm going to teach business with human design. Because the thing that I've discovered over the last decade is that the way everyone else taught me to run a business didn't freaking work for me. So over this last decade, to create a multiple seven-figure business, I've broken all the rules. I have done everything my way. I have looked experts in the face and downright said no, all to create something I love with greater ease and flow that literally is changing the world. And the best part is it doesn't feel like work at all. It feels like I get to hang out with my best friends and I am having a huge impact on the planet at the same time. So if you own a business that you want to finally maybe start, grow, or even scale, then come and join me on the 9th of May to discover how your human design can create the most beautiful, authentic success for you. For all the details, follow the link in the show notes. Welcome everybody to the Human Design Podcast with your host, me, Emma Dunwoody. Right here with me on this podcast, you're going to learn everything you need to know to live your fullest potential. We're going to talk about mindset. We're going to talk about profiling. We're going to talk a lot about human behavior. We're also going to look at the beautiful tool that I use called human design. Most of all, we're going to talk about how you can absolutely live up to your fullest potential. If you enjoy the podcast, please give me a rating. Five stars would be nice. Share this podcast with someone that you believe would benefit from it, or even better still, write me a review. And in return, send me a DM and I'll give you a free 30-minute coaching session. Enjoy the podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to today's podcast. I feel like I'm a little bit chilled out. Maybe I'll talk a little bit more slowly than usual, at least for the first two minutes. So today I want to talk to you about one of, I was just thinking about this, sitting here with my head in my hands thinking, this has got to be one of the top three principles that I live by, that I teach and that I drum into my clients. And that is don't take other people's behavior personally. Now I first read it in this frame in an incredible book. So if you haven't read it, go out and get it. Get yourself a pen. Okay. So the book is called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Rui. And this, um, yeah, the book will be in the, I'll put the book in the show notes. Um, This book, it's really simple. It's a short book, but it's actually incredibly powerful. There's the four four agreements. Um, Number one is integrity um uh yeah be impeccable with yourself so integrity and even on that count i will just add a lot of people have integrity to others but not integrity to self which is incredibly powerful and once you start keeping the promises to yourself then it's game changing so yeah principle number one is that principle number two is don't take anything personally so i'm going to talk at length about that in a minute Um, Agreement number four is don't make assumptions. Um, My 
kids and my husband say all the time, um, don't make assumptions because it just makes an ass out of you and me. <laughs> yeah. So this is, and this is also um, for anyone who knows Byron Katie's work, this is really around that as well. Like, is it true? Is there anything else as possible? Ask questions. Um, and number four is always do your best. But today I really want to talk a lot about don't take anything personally or don't take it personally, as I like to say. Now, the reason why this is a massive game changer is because um, the way people behave toward you has next to nothing to do with you. Even if you've punched them in the face, their behavior, their response is more about them than it is about the punch in the face. So let me get to this. Um, in coaching, we're taught a thing, and I think it, it's, God, this is terrible. I've learned so many different um, modalities and trained in so many different things. So if it, if it isn't NLP, then I apologize. Um, but in NLP, there is a principle called perception is projection or projection is perception. So what that means, um, and as a coach, this is what we're always looking for. We're always looking for what a client is projecting onto others, onto a situation for the meanings, okay? So don't take it personally is, is this model. Okay? And what it means is that when you do something, um, let's take something a little bit simpler than punching people in the face. Let's say you um, have a lot of trouble with your boss at work. Now, you're having trouble with your boss at work because let's say uh, this person is a micromanager always on your case, always like, where are you at with that? Um, the deadline's in two days, what are you doing? And to you, you're like, wow, they don't trust me or they don't think I'm capable. So you take it personally. You take their behavior personally. But we need to flip it because their behavior, their response to you has next to nothing to do about with you. So the reason they're behaving that way has a number of different things. They could have low self-worth. So they're constantly in their own head micromanaging everything because they're afraid they'll mess something up. They could have had someone in the past that they didn't micromanage, they were too laid back um, and they lost a massive deal or had a really big fail. Um, they could be, you know, their primary drivers could be certainty. So they always need to be and I'm doing inverted commas right now, in control. So there is an absolute plethora of what's going on in the head of the person who you're getting offended by. And next to nothing that's going on in that head has anything to do with you. So now we're going to be a little bit out of the box, okay? Because this principle is something that, as I say, I teach everyone. And it's something that I taught Justin my husband years ago and he's had a lot of success but it was it was challenging at first and he I definitely think that his opinion's going to support you guys out there listening so just tell me tell me when you first heard this when I first said to you um, you know whether it's perception is projection or don't take it personally what was your reaction to that you're wrong 
So for me, uh, you know, I, I one of the things that one of the things that springs to mind straight away is I thought about driving. So how is? Can you explain to to me again and the listeners um, when someone cuts me off in driving? They are 100% the asshole. They're in the wrong. They shouldn't have cut me off. And no wonder I'm feeling annoyed that they cut me off. Go. <laughs> Go. Easy. So this comes up a lot, right? So the thing is, is the reason that you, the way you're off here is that your instant assumption is that that person consciously cut me off. Now let's have a look from the other point of view. That person could be running late. That person could have a blind spot. That person mightn't have looked over their shoulder. That person, as you say, just might be a crap driver. At no point was that person's intention to cut you off. Now, what I mean by this is the moment you take it personally, you then go, well, you, I'm going to teach you a lesson or I'm going to whatever and I'm going to be pissed off. Now, if that was me... In that car, little miss, um, I can lose my temper, but it goes, like it dissipates. So if that was me and I cut you off, I'd be like, so I no idea. I wouldn't have done it on purpose. I'd be completely oblivious of you. Um, so at the end of the day, you taking my behavior personally has made your day crap. And it was never about you in the first place. Does that make sense? Does that answer your Absolutely, question? Absolutely, that really massively helps. With that driving analogy, um, if we use the example when someone has actively, you know, raced ahead and cut in front to purposely cut you off, okay? How again is that perception is projection if that person has definitely, you can see in their eyes, they've looked at you and cut you off in, in front. How, how do you explain that okay so not taking it personally the way i explain it is number one this person driving in the car that has definitely cut you off do you know this person no do you have a grudge with this person no have you ever seen this person before no so number one how would you ever know if he is absolutely determinedly cut you off and in fact it's some sort of grudge that he has at you just for starters yep but let's say he has let's say he has you've got to go the step further right okay so he has definitely cut you off but his behavior is not about you it's about the other person who cut him off last week that pissed him off or it's about um the fact that he's just had a massive argument with his girlfriend and he's pissed off or he's running late for a meeting. Or his girlfriend's in the car, pregnant, just having a baby. So again, none of it is about you. and All of it is about that person in that car making choices for his life. Now, as the person in, you know, as you, you taking his behavior personally screws up your day. And, you know, like we hear about pay it forward in a good way, but you're paying it forward in a bad way because you end up being that dude. You go, well, screw you. That guy back there cut me off, so I'm going to cut you off. So when we stop taking people's behavior personally, so this is a big thing for me because I also used to feel that way. But if someone cuts me off, I instantly think, oh, they must be in a hurry or 
you could probably do with some lessons or but i i don't take it personally it's got nothing to do with me does that make sense yeah absolutely that's great beautiful i hope everyone that makes sense for you and even to the point where using this tool with your parents is absolutely freeing because when you stop taking their behavior personally all of a sudden you realize they're just human beings that love you that are trying to do their best now their best is different to your best and my my best is different to your best so once we start to understand that other people's behavior is about them and not about you then we start to feel free we can let go of judging ourselves criticizing ourselves putting ourselves down um, feeling terrible feeling responsible for things that aren't we're not responsible for making massive judgment calls on ourselves or our behavior and when we start to let go of this and heal this in ourselves then we become that driver that that like I do now, we become that driver, but in life where when something crap happens or someone makes a shitty choice in your direction, you're like, all right, I get that it's not about me. Um, and, and you get to move on. You get to be free and you're paying forward that because you're not reacting and reigniting behavior that is actually really unresourceful and not supporting people. Now, one of the things I just quickly want to touch on is this through the lens of human design and another um, great example, because in human design, we have the five energy types and we've got, so we've got the manifester, the generator, the manifesting generator, the projector and the reflector. And one of the big things is that with the big energies like the man gen and the generator, we have loads of energy, okay? We are energy generating beings. So we're the sort of people who, like Oprah Winfrey is a generator completely in alignment with her design. Um, so big energy, people are drawn to, to it. Now, it also means that we have a lot of physical energy to get a lot of things done. Now, this don't take it personally um, rule has been so incredibly powerful within um, our relationship with me and just because one of the big things for me being a man gen so I'm literally from a multitasking point of view manifesting generators can actually multitask so in all the research that says you know 80% of people or 90% of people can only focus on one thing the man gens are the people who actually can do more than one thing at once um, and the reason why I tell you this is because in the past I was always like dude you know, I've done all of this and, and you've only done this. But the thing is that um, looking through this frame of don't take it personally, I did. I took it super personally. I'm like, my God, don't you care? Um, you just let me do all this stuff. Da, 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 da. But the truth is that Justin is a projector, which means he has a very, very different energy type. It, it also means that he cannot have massive weeks of like a lot of getting stuff done. His energy is all about, um, you know, like working for only like three hours a day and working from a point of view, like sitting at a Mac or um, being able to, you know, even if he works on his motorbike, it's never a whole day. It's this 
really focused, short period of time, does three times what anyone else does in that period of time. But once it's done, it's done. So understanding from a human design point of view that we have these really different energy types and human design tells us that when we live in alignment with ourselves, life flows. Now, part of that is as soon as we can understand other people's designs and give them the space to be who they are and not take their behavior personally, all of a sudden you see a magic happen. I know that one thing that happens a lot in our family, and I really feel for Justin, is that not only am I a manifesting generator, but both our kids are. So we have these three huge energy types that can literally go, oh, I'm going to go and do this. Oh, then I'm going to do that. And we run around and we buzz around like buzzy bees or energizer bunnies. And that alone can just exhaust him. Now, in the past, before I fully understood his energy type, I'd be like, come on. But now, not taking his behavior personally, understanding human design, I now realize that when we play to our strengths, of course, then everything flows much better. I trust that makes sense. Yeah? Yeah, that's great. It's massively helpful. Is that fair? What I said about the projector versus the, the man gens, like the three of us? Yeah, completely. Absolutely. I see it, you know, uh, and I think it... Um, it showed itself in the past and we didn't identify it until he started working closely with human design. Yeah. And then it, then you're like, ah, okay, that, that uh, absolutely makes sense. Yeah. You know, and even to the point where one of the things um, that I've been very aware of over the years is that we've got these two children that ask loads of questions and they're on constantly. And in the past, I'd be like, oh, God, just, just like I get it's exhausting. I'm exhausted too. But just, you know, just go with it. And one thing that I now am very aware of is that just you don't have the physicality to go with it. Like we have two incredibly intense children um, that little brains and energies are ticking constantly. And it wasn't actually until I listened to a podcast, oh, could have been a couple of years ago, where someone was like, yeah, watch out if you've got MG kids because the energy is off the charts. And it's only with that that I realized that, oh, my God, here's me thinking that we're not keeping up with our kids. But in fact, again, making it about myself, because that's what I am. I'm a human being. I make it about myself. In fact, it was the other way around. We have these two children that are off the charts energetic and we have to allow them to be that to um, so that they're in alignment with their energy. Anyway, I feel like I've got a little bit off track. But also, I feel like it's valuable. Um, have you got anything else you want to share? No, I think um, I think just uh, I used the driving reference because it made it made sense. But certainly, what you've done in applying it to the family um, really resonates, uh, and obviously, it's helped us a lot uh, in terms of our relationship and the children. But also, uh, I think in any environment where you take that lens and view it firstly don't take it personally but also that whatever they're they're you're projecting onto them is then something for you to work on yourself mm. you know so that's I, I guess going to we might do another podcast on that where you talk about if these are the things you're seeing in others you know that guy cutting me off and he's done it on purpose then that's in me and yeah. so how do I then address that in myself and what well, is that part of my shadow and you know something else that 
probably talk about. Yeah, I feel like Justin's just opened a huge big can of worms that I could talk about forever. So maybe we should make it into a whole nother podcast because that is the truth. If these things are being triggered in you guys by other people, um, it's in you. You know, what you get triggered by the good and the bad in others is in you. And it's you accusing you or you hiding that away from you. Um, And that's uh, as well, you know, one of the things that first worried me when you said that was, well, great. I don't uh, want that in me. I don't want to be the asshole driver. Um, But then owning that sometimes I I am. Mm. Yeah, that definitely is me sometimes. And owning that then gives takes that power away from it that's hidden within me and mm. I can actually then control it all and accept it um, and own that, you know. Yeah. And so that's then not just driving but every element and aspect of your life and looking at it uh, at a bit more depth. Yeah. I think one of the things Justin's done a lot of work on um, and potentially is even doing work on going forward with the business is, is shadow work. So I think it's really important for us to do a podcast with you on this subject because you're really good at this. And one of the important things that Justin has just said about the shadow, like what we've got to understand is that we are whole and complete humans, which means we have the total capacity, capability, and sometimes motivation to do anything. Um, you know, using the uh, the driving analogy, right? This is a great one. Um, I, on the weekend, so I, I'm... I must admit that I'm pretty cool, calm and collected when I drive. I'm not bothered by people cutting me off. I genuinely always do the, the, the right thing, even to the point that it sometimes irritates others in the car. Then on the weekend, I don't know what came over me. Actually, I do. We were, we were running out of time. I'd been waiting for a really long time and I needed a park. And this guy had been driving in front of me and um, he was driving really slow. It did my head in. We turned into the same street to get a car park and I couldn't be bothered waiting, so I did a massive Yui behind him and stole the car park that he was going to take. And that in that moment, like this is exactly what I'm talking about, right? So he had he would obviously make a decision about me, and I made a decision about me. I was like, hang on a second, this is not who I am. Um, not to mention I had my 12-year-old in the car <laughs> who did say, and I don't know if this is fair to say, he did say, well, if this was daddy, he would have just walked off. Um, but something inside of me knowing that his crappy driving was not about me, but my response, I had made it about me, wasn't cool. So I got straight out of the car. He parked somewhere else. I got straight out of the car, walked straight over and I said, I'm really sorry. Um, that was a really shitty thing to do. Uh, and I really apologize for, um, making me running late your problem. So I'm sorry about that. And this is what we talk about. Like we all have the capability to do anything and everything or be that person we think we're not. The moment we can own that in any capacity, and this is a really simple example. I know it can get a lot more um, complicated, but the moment we own that, we out our shadow. We, we say, yep, that's me. I've done that. I've said that. I'm, I'm afraid I will be this way or I'm afraid I am that. When we own that about ourselves, it sets us free from judgment, criticism, and all of the emotions that do not serve us. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think the um, what you're saying makes sense to an extent. You use the word, it can get more complicated, but I think as humans we make it more complicated. 
In actual fact, even if the situation is complex and it's a relationship or um, no matter the situation, if you are making it about the other person, regardless of how harsh that situation is, if you take the time to reflect on it and look in, in yourself what that is, then you have the opportunity to rectify that within yourself. And mm. it's not actually as complicated as it may seem on the surface. 100%. Couldn't agree with you more. Because the complication comes from the ego. Yeah. The complication comes from the story. The complication comes from, oh, that can't possibly be true about me or I don't want someone to know about that. So it's absolutely always simple. It's just people don't like to hear that it is. Good pick up. All right, well, we better go because we totally got off track. Um, but... Having said that, I do feel like it was valuable today. Thank you so much for joining us and we will see you on the next, hear you on, no, we won't. We'll see you on the next podcast. Bye for now. Thanks everyone for being here all the way to the end of the podcast. I hope you got lots of value out of it. I certainly had a lot of fun doing it. Could I please ask that you share this podcast with friends if you found it valuable? And also bonus points could you leave a review for me as well on apple it would be greatly appreciated if at any point you would like to be on the podcast or you've got questions that you'd like me to discuss on the podcast by all means get on my socials and dm me everything you need is there in the show notes have an awesome day bye for now